Welcome to the episode of Kentucky Football Carpool Show. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. I'm Chris. And that's Garth Brooks. <laughs> so, it's actually a really, really good start to our show this week because I never saw or never seen a bigger troll job than what UK did. To yeah. Whoever's in charge of music at the UK game, well done. Yes. Well done. Yes. Love it. Now, it was a big troll move. I like it. I wish they'd do more of it, yeah. but they were only able to do that because we were dominant Beat the whole the game. Yeah. The, the whole game was dominant. Um, really both sides of the ball obviously was able to run on them. Um, but I, I mean, it was a perfect game, perfect scenario. We talked about last week, get on them early and then, and then don't look back. So that's what we did. And uh, I don't think there was any, any point of that whole game where we felt like super nervous. I, I, I didn't at least, uh, I mean, what did you and, see from TV, Chris? I mean, from TV end. Uh, yeah, Kentucky was dominant that whole time. And it really uh, started when DeAndre Square did a strip sack of uh, Johnson, Max Johnson of LSU, because LSU was driving. They were driving. And they had already gotten two that. first downs. <laughs> they were looking good. And, uh, and then Square came off the edge and completely changed and took away all their momentum. And that's kind of one of the things that we had talked about last uh, last week before the before the game is that if Kentucky goes up by two scores early, they can steal the soul of this struggling LSU team, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, I was impressed in the early parts of the second half when LSU started scoring and coming back and coming back a little bit. I was kind of going, "Uh, this feels a little same old Kentucky-ish where we go up and then all of a sudden decide to take our foot off the gas," but. Kentucky had two straight drives where we scored, and that was that. Particularly, well, Will Levis. I mean, uh, this guy, this guy plays hard, and he ran it hard. Uh, obviously, we we've seen the clips over and over again. Him doing a little spin move and then dragging LSU defenders. Um, and, and that's what you want out of your quarterback. And, and it was kind of a, it was. I mean, it was it was motivating uh, for the team. And and obviously, like I said, the. Uh, Overall, the whole game was was pretty dominant up front, and it's really unusual to see a Kentucky team against an LSU team uh, own both lines both lines of scrimmage. Um, it just tells you that LSU. It almost felt like to me, I don't know, you were from the stands. Yeah. It felt like to me that they're that they were almost quitting. Yeah, their sidelines looked defeated right after that first touchdown. I, I don't like using the word quit because I don't think any player actually quits, but it definitely they had no, no motivation. It looked like there's no emotion on the sidelines. No, they, yeah, just, no, it, nobody had any juice, including Ed Ordron. Nobody yeah. looked like they were, you know, trying to fight Kentucky or anything like that. It was just kind of like, hey, we're here. I mean, you could definitely tell that they have some athletes on on the. I mean, they have they have a lot of good players. Uh, I mean, I mean, they have a recruiting ton status. of four and five star players. Yes. a ton. Yes, Kentucky I mean, just demoralize them. But particularly after a championship, usually that team gets a ton of five stars, stuff like that. And um, you could definitely tell they had good raw receivers, stuff like that. But I mean, it's just it, it, their their game plan was horrible from the start. And, and Kentucky, I mean, I would even want to say that their game plan. Kentucky just took them out of their game yeah. plan. And and it was, I mean, it was what we expected. LSU didn't run the ball very. I mean, hasn't ran the ball very well. So obviously that that's going that was going to hurt them. And well, Kentucky, they did run the ball pretty well against Kentucky, but it was more of a product of Kentucky trying to take away the deep pass. Yes. So they committed more more men and more focused to taking away the deep pass and allowing LSU to get their little chunk plays on the ground. But Absolutely. by the time they started running well, the game was already in hand. Absolutely. And it, like I said, it was a uh, was, was was good time when Ox- Oxygen went out is when they started really having success. On the <laughs> that, that's the most unfortunate part of it coming into this week. Uh, I mean, the guy was having a hell of a game. 
By the way, before we get into him getting injured, uh, the, the guy we didn't bring up last week uh, that also had a big game this week, I mean, early, not really the whole game, but like early in the game, is is Robinson. Yeah. I mean, he guys, I mean, he's he's getting in the backfield. I mean, he's not just getting in the backfield, he's yeah. getting sacks. Uh, I mean, his pressure, constant pressure. I mean, I mean, he he may he may disappear later in the game, but his the last two games he's really set the tone early in the game. Um, you talking about Devontae Robinson? Robinson? Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I just think we we didn't even talk about the Florida game because yeah. the Florida game actually in the first first it's two quarters, like his name him and Pascal's name was getting called out every other play. It was, it was. And then the second half he kind of went off, but but again, I mean, yeah, and obviously the, the big the biggest news of this week, obviously wanting to get a big upset against the number one team yeah. is oxygen going out. I mean, that's, uh, that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy, the guy was SEC player of the week, uh, defensively. Um, obviously huge loss with, with McCall already being out. So. <clears throat> yeah. We're going to be super, super thin up front. Uh, but I will say Rogers um, and Ripka and Hayes, anytime they were in, like that, I was. I really started paying attention to that on on the line because, uh, just overall, it looked like we were getting the same amount of penetration and and clogging the same gaps, even when Oxendine went out. So I started really paying attention to the defensive line because it was like, well, there's no real drop off here except for Ox is a really good pass rusher, um, but Rogers and Hayes in particular were really, really doing a good job against LSU's offensive line. No, so I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about going into the Georgia game to perform well. What's going to really be difficult is a, if one of them goes out in this game and B if uh, Georgia starts to have some success running the ball and extending drives, are they just going to get worn down? Then, I mean, it's very well Georgia can do. They have a very good offensive line, but, but I mean, it's the depth issue. I get what you're saying. I mean, you had McCall, you lost two guys that are in your rotation. I mean, two, now, two starters. Now, now you're going to be really relying on on obviously Fitzgerald and then and then probably another young guy. I'm sure he's going to play. I mean, uh, before the season, I, I had said that the two positions that I wasn't too worried about with depth was the offensive line and defensive line. It seems like they have recruited that, over recruited that, and obviously guys have come along. And uh, obviously, when you lose two guys that are in your rotation, that does put a big damper on things. Um, do I think they can handle it? Probably against most people, but George is going to be the one that's hard. Yeah, because because Georgia wants to run the ball uh, and play good defense, and that's that's what you get worried about when you have when you're thinning defensive line. Yep. So, but uh, to, to kind of recap that LSU game for me, uh, it was a dominant performance. Um, it's good to see Kentucky moving forward, um, being six and zero, being bowl eligible before midnight or uh, for Big Blue Madness. I mean that's. How many times that happened? Um, and and and, and, and and the interesting part after that game was, I thought after we won by twenty one, it was going to be, you know, get a lot of respect. But Kentucky has really gotten that. People have really and 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 I'm not saying <clears throat> that Georgia's not great because I do think Georgia's great historically. Good defense. We talked about this earlier. I mean, Chris did. I mean, he's Chris is right. They're historically a good defense as of right now. The, the best um, defense of all time. Not just yes. a good defense. They are they are the 2019 LSU offense of defense. Yes, and then and then played they, let's not like they played some slouch teams. I think Arkansas is a little bit overrated, maybe. Yep. I mean, yep. their big win was against Texas, who's been okay. Uh, 
and Texas A and M, who's been up and down. So I mean, did you, how how much how much do you put into those wins? I don't know, but they still won them. So it, you could do the same thing with Kentucky, where oh they barely beat these teams. But so with that, I thought Arkansas's offense was was pretty damn good playing against Georgia, and they totally blanked them. Uh, and like I said, what you put in with that with the defense, I don't know. But the, like I said, the numbers are there. Um, but with all that said, Kentucky has been very, very disrespected this whole week. I mean, very, very disrespected. I mean, when it, the, the points break came out, it's 24 and a half. I believe it was or 25 and a half. Originally, yeah. Horrible. I mean, that is like what what other SEC team that just came off beating LSU in Florida would undefeated. be undefeated would be that kind of get that kind of uh, treatment. Do you all know anyone outside of Vandy? I was about to say Vanderbilt. That's it. That's yeah, it. Vanderbilt's never been in this situation. I mean, that, that is it. I mean, it's, it's the thing is that a thing, the thing that pisses me off more than anything, and me and Mike talk about this on the way up here, it is how do a six and O SEC team, four and in the conference, beating a top ten team and also beating LSU is not in the top ten. I mean, outside of Vandy, everyone else yeah. would be. Yeah, everyone else would be in the whole country. I mean, as far as the SEC goes, everyone else would be. Yeah. And it's and it's and you when you get when you get people saying is oh it's a down year for for who it's a down year for for Florida I mean Florida's played pretty damn good that was a pretty good yeah. win uh, you know LSU you, you could say you could make the argument it's a down or I think with LSU it's not really it's a downgrade in coaching not really talent you still beat a very talented LSU team not just beat them you you, you dominated dominated them. them I mean it was a dominant performance. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like that. I mean, you wanted a very. I mean, you were at the South Carolina game. That's a hard place to win at, and they yep. did. Um, <clears throat> again, I mean, in Missouri, I know they they haven't looked that great, but they're a very talented team. I mean, we can go on and on, but the thing at the end of the day is, teams like Kentucky that don't start off ranked, they get punished essentially. Yep. yep. Um, and teams like Ohio State, teams like like uh, even Alabama, Oregon. Oregon teams that lose that started in the top ten, they lose one game, they drop a couple spots. But now, people like Alabama, Oregon, people like that, they just got to wait for other teams to lose. Kentucky can't do that. If Kentucky loses to Georgia, not only do they lose the, the SEC East, but they also now drop below Ole Miss, who, who is up for the New York Six Bowl that's important to Kentucky. So other programs it's not. Yeah. But for Kentucky, it is. Uh, and for recruiting, it is because it shows the program moving forward. Um, but, I mean, that's the thing is Kentucky – get screwed if they lose this game and they're going to get dropped. They're going to drop them probably below the 15th, probably 15th or, or even lower than that. It's a really bad. Probably, probably out of top 15. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm going to say 15 to 20 range. If we lose, that's the as, thing. As if it's a bad loss to lose at the, the number one team in the nation at their uh, home, home stadium. <clears throat> but that's, my th- that's my thing. So, so teams like Kentucky get, get punished like that. A&M loses two games. One of which to Mississippi State, who who has been very average. Even I don't even know if they're that good. They, I mean, they have had some moments, but they lose to them. They beat Alabama, and all of a sudden, boom, they're up in the top twenty. I mean, I mean, the the uh, the reasoning behind who does the most, and I know all this shit doesn't matter because once the college football rankings come out, those are the rankings that matter. But it's just like it's that a recruiting thing. It's it's a recruiting thing for Kentucky, and it's also the fact that. Teams that start. This is why. This is why I'm for expanding the playoff because teams that start outside the top ten get punished because they lose a game. It's hard for them to come back into the top ten. And, and if they get in, if they even get in the top ten, 
So if Cincinnati loses, they're obviously Cincinnati's schedule, but they lose, they're never going to get back in the top ten. If yep. if Kentucky loses, they probably won't sniff the top ten unless unless another team Those like Tennessee. Yeah. Well, unless unless Tennessee gets ranked or Mississippi State gets ranked, but that's the thing is Kentucky. If they were to lose this Georgia game, what games are left on their schedule? Can they say, oh, we will be able to jump them because we're going to beat such and such? I don't think Mississippi State's going to be ranked. I don't think Tennessee is. Do I think Tennessee? Tennessee's our only chance. Tennessee's about the one, only chance. One, but Tennessee has one more win. One more win, and Tennessee is going to be ranked. Absolutely, they beat Ole Miss, but they also play Alabama before us, and I think they play what Georgia before us. They have, uh, yeah, no, is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. They play two. They have like three or four straight weeks of ranked teams. And do I think I actually think Tennessee's going to beat Ole Miss? That's just my opinion. And you should, be, as a Kentucky fan, you actually should root for that because Ole Miss is the biggest threat to Kentucky right now, as far as if, if we don't get to well, New York Six, Arkansas too, Arkansas too. But I think at the end of the day, Arkansas two loss team uh, against a Kentucky one loss team per se is a better look. Uh, I think they take. I think Kentucky might be able to rank them. But at the end of the day, it's it's Kentucky has continued to get screwed. On the rankings, and and I know that, like I said, I mean, prove them on. You know, you beat George this weekend; it don't matter. You're right, but it's just the fact that it means a little bit for those New Year's Six bowls moving forward. Um, if if Alabama and and Georgia both went to the playoff, so yep, uh, and I'm just, it just shows you that it's kind of slanted towards teams like Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama. So those teams can lose one game. Hell, Georgia can probably lose against Kentucky, real close game, and they'll probably only drop them to like fifth. They'll still be ranked ahead yep. of us. And, and the thing is, so so what that what that sets <laughs> up is so what that what, but what that sets up is so if Georgia's ranked fifth or sixth per se, say Kentucky runs the runs the whole season right, goes undefeated, goes into the playoff, they lose to Alabama. Guess who jumps them? The team that they that they beat, Georgia. They'll drop Kentucky. If Kentucky gets beat by forty two. The Alabama. They'll drop Kentucky. Put Georgia in there. I'm just gonna throw this out here though. If we beat Georgia. Alabama won't smoke us. I think Georgia's significantly better than Alabama. I, yeah, I really don't think Alabama's all that great this year. Well, I mean, the the, the, the biggest, the, the biggest, the best scenario is if, is if uh, the Pirates somehow figures yeah. out how to beat Alabama, and we beat Georgia, <laughs> and we, we play, we beat Georgia, and we end up playing Arkansas in the SEC championship. Well, that'd be great. Or Ole Miss, one of those two. But, but no, I've been saying that this whole playoff system is really slanted against those teams that start outside the top ten. So. I guess time will tell. Uh, but again, big game this week. Uh, big spread. I mean, uh, it's dropping actually. Huh? The spread's dropping actually. It's actually, yeah. I saw Mike today. That, that, that tells a you. bad spread. It, it, I th- before we got on it, before we left today, it dropped three points, which is a, it's a, it's a huge amount if you're someone that bets a lot. It's a huge amount. That tells you that they, the spread is off. Um, but it's also a sucker game for for Vegas. They are, they they're hoping everybody takes Georgia, so then when Kentucky covers, they make a bunch of money. So yeah. um, they're hoping people do this. They do it with Bama all the time. Bama games are always 17, yeah. 14, 17 points. Hope people take Bama, but Bama usually covers. To be quite honest with you, uh, but they also hope people go against the spread, and then Bama beats it. But um, this is significantly better than any team we've played all year. Yeah, I, I just there's no other way to put that. They're they're the number one team for a reason. Uh, I think if they were to play Bama right now, they probably would beat them. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Uh, the only weakness that Georgia has, in, in my in my opinion, uh, even though their their fans are totally swelled up, chested, everything this week, they're totally talking all oh, yeah. kinds of shit. Uh, but their only glaring weakness to me is their quarterback play and obviously their coaching. Yeah. 
So and their history. I mean, they well, played. and their their secondary has taken quite a hit in the last week as well. <clears throat> They're missing yeah. two starting yeah. cornerbacks. That's going to help out Kentucky. Especially, uh, it was nice. I was watching, I saw Nick this morning, Chris. I was watching the SEC uh, in the mornings. I don't know if you ever watched it, like Chris Doring and uh, yeah. Pete Burns. Yeah. Uh, Burns was saying that Kentucky, if you break it down, they have a better quarterback. Uh, Wanda Robinson is the best player on both teams. Pascal is the best defensive player on both teams. And Rodriguez is the best running back in the game. Pascal is not, Pascal is not the best defensive that's player what, on both teams. That, that's Jordan, what Jordan Davis is the best. Uh, defensive player on both teams. I will. I will go and agree with Chris on this. He's actually he was a preseason All American, and he's he is he is pretty. If you watch, I've watched Georgia game. He's pretty fucking good. Now, now, pass has been fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I no nowhere near will I say that. But, but this guy, Pascal's working himself into into draft picks. This yeah. guy's a first rounder. Well, anyways, what they're saying was we have a bunch of really good players, but Georgia yeah. just throws in so they're just so deep. They're 30, 40 deep, you know. Yeah, absolutely. They're just going to yeah. plug and play and keep going. And that's what happens with a lot of great teams. When they play they play teams that are that have a lot of talent, they get you with sheer numbers yeah. because they got guys <laughs> rolling out. But, again, I mean, this team is – this is this is a tough matchup. I, I mean, you're going to need – I'm not going to say it's impossible. I think that's – I think it's unfair when people say, oh, Kentucky. I think, I think the it's spread's – impossible. I think the spread's in, it, Enormous, and I don't. I'm just not ingredients with it. But I, I don't think, think either team scores that high. No, but I just think I just think when this game comes, you come to beating a team like Georgia, right? He's been unstoppable on defense, uh, especially. Uh, you need a little bit of help, a little bit of turnovers, but you. But a team like Kentucky is a team that you see that does beat them because they have an average offense and a, and a very good defense. So if they were to, if their defense were to uh, face their average offense and get short fields, then you kind of take away their strength of defense. So. Yep. I mean, because Kentucky does have the ability to score. Now, Georgia's only given up two touchdowns all season. But Kentucky does have an ability to score, especially when they get a short field. Yeah. Um, but I'd feel a little bit better if this was in Commonwealth. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Amen. But, but <laughs> traditionally, Stoops' teams play well on the road. I will put that out there. They do. And, and the last two Georgia games have been pretty close, considering. Yeah. Know. So, especially at halftime, Kentucky's got to come out in a game plan in the second half to be able to. I think last year was seven to three, and I think the week the year before that was uh, zero zero, wasn't it? Or three uh, nothing or something. Yeah, something like that. It yeah. was a real rainy game. I remember that. But oh yeah, that was a twenty-one nothing game. I think it was the final score. Okay, game. so yeah, it was. It was. They, they had definitely not definitely had a really good game plan that year where they just was going to run it down the throats and take keep play defense. Really, um, the, the big thing for Kentucky, the two. Say the three biggest things. They're going to have to withstand the initial shock of dealing with Sanford Stadium and all the fans, right? Yes. So as yeah. long as they don't make any big mistakes on offense, their first two drives, if they're able to establish the run against Georgia's front seven, which is unbelievable, and uh, if they're able to turn – Georgia over twice, they're going to be in business. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the guy from Arkansas he had like seventy some yards rushing on him. Um, I don't think they've given up a uh, hundred yard rusher at all this season, have they? Uh, no, but the the thing is, like, I was watching that Arkansas game. They looked so scared of the moment. Right, they, they looked scared of uh, Georgia's fans. They looked scared of the atmosphere. They looked scared of what that game would have meant. 
And it's like they bought into the hype of Georgia's defense. And I mean, Georgia's defense came to friggin' play. Arkansas got the ball first, and that first drive, they just got rocked. Everything they tried was terrible. Even the, their coaching was bad. Their play calling was bad. Just Arkansas as a whole, they were dead after their first two drives. Well, I will you say this. See it. Their body language changed. I will say this. Uh, Kentucky, um, they've already faced a very good like – a very you said the crowd in South Carolina was incredible, so we'll go along that. They have faced that kind of atmosphere before, but Kentucky on their first drive, they don't necessarily need a score, but they got to prove that they can yeah. move the ball. As long as they don't go three and out, I think that yeah, would be a like big three statement. first downs and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, three first downs, he put the ball. But, again, I mean, that's the other thing with, with Georgia, too. Their punter is an All-American, and he's so good They'll that they, the field he time. can flip the field every time. And that's why that's why they get behind. That's why teams get behind on Georgia because Georgia. But Georgia plays a, a similar style to Kentucky, where they want to play a lot of defense. Obviously, both head coaches are defensive guys. They want to play good defense. They want to flip the field, and they're totally okay with winning seven nothing. And that, running the ball. Yes, yeah. but I think I don't think we've seen. Mike made this point on the way down here. I don't think we are was down here or wherever it was. He made a point that I don't think we've seen even a. I don't think we've seen thirty. I think we've probably only seen thirty percent of Liam Cohen's play. Yes, I, I agree. I, I don't think Liam Cohen. I think they they've kind of held back a lot of stuff for games like Georgia. Uh, I think you they know, need a lot of motion. I would like to see if you notice that LSU game. The Chris Rodriguez touchdown pass was one of these. They yeah, that was broke the point. huddle, just went straight to the line, and hiked the ball. There's a Sean McVay style play, and they LSU couldn't figure out what the hell is going on. Well, they, that was yeah. a big. I play think that's because... something we're going to do shit like that just to. Confuse those great defense. I think Kentucky needs to do a lot of motion and stuff. Get Wanda Robinson. They got to get Drennan going. They get they need a second option here. Uh, you got to get a lot of motion going with Georgia. That's what you kind of can do with them. Um, but especially when you talk about two corners or corners being out, defensive backs being out. I mean, I mean, get those guys kind of on their heels. You know. Yeah, uh, but Georgia's outside linebackers are super athletic and can cover really well too. Georgia's defensive line is very good. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They, the front seven is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. It's by far the best front seven in football, besides maybe ours. Even <laughs> <laughs> hey, that name. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> McCall. Um, so, I guess where we go from here is is uh, what do you how how does how do you put it, Chris? How does how does Kentucky win this game? What happens? There you go. What yeah. happened if Georgia won? Kentucky came out scared, turned the ball over, couldn't run. Well, I think I think it just it straight up. If Kentucky cannot run the ball and establish a running game, we're fucked. They're going to lose. Yeah, that that's it. Totally it doesn't even, it's not even matter turnovers. It's 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 really just you can't establish a run. That his his offense is is very very dependent on the run. Not a lot of running. Just this they got to be able to establish a run because he likes to do a lot of play action, a lot of stuff like that. Without the run, you can't do that kind of shit. That means they're teeing off on you. Yeah, so. I, I think uh, Georgia wins if we can't establish a run and they can't establish a run. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, all Georgia really has to do – I hate to be the guy that does this or has to break it to everyone if you don't know this already. Georgia's more talented than us. All Georgia's got to do is take care of the ball and just play their game. Kentucky's, Kentucky's job is to come in there and get them off their game. Yeah. Little yeah. turnovers, create stuff like that. All Georgia's got to do is just come in and play football – because they're more talented. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but they are. Yeah, they they've been a top game, three recruiting class for the last four years. It just if is they what it is. they this game, not out of t- Kentucky somehow wins tomorrow. 
if they played this game nine other times, Georgia would probably win. But Kentucky, like I've said this, I've been saying this last two, two, three years. I've been saying this since 2018. Kentucky's job, eventually, they're going to have as much talent as Georgia because they're going to continue to get good recruits as long as the program moves forward. And the crowds keep being like they are, yeah. Commonwealth, stuff like that, getting big wins when their when they're big games come in there. Kentucky just needs to make this Georgia game matter. And when they get into this game, Georgia makes enough mistakes that Kentucky's able to beat them. It doesn't matter yep. if Georgia's better than Kentucky because they only play once. This would be the only chance they get to play them. Yep. The only chance. There's no other chance Georgia's going to get to play Kentucky. <laughs> Unless and, the playoffs. And, yeah, that's not going to happen. If Georgia loses this game, they're out. And and because they're not going to be playing for an SEC championship, more than likely they're out. Yeah. Unless um, Kentucky beats Bama in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, exactly. It'd be all the other way. But that's the thing. You just got to make this game every year matter, and eventually things will fall your way. That that's that's the outlook you need to have until you start bringing in top ten recruits. Because Georgia is a top ten recruiting class. Excuse me. Because Georgia is, so they're always going to be more talented than Kentucky. Kentucky's just going to have to make a better game plan. They are they are better coached. Kentucky is. Uh, they're just going to have to come in and, and create turnovers and 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 hope this is our night. I mean, I, I do think the Georgia team's beatable. Their offense hasn't been spectacular no. by no means. I think we. <laughs> I think if anybody's going to get Georgia, I think it's a team style like us. Yeah, they I can agree. run the ball and play really good D. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. If you're if you're going to be a team that beats Georgia, it's going to be a team that can score points when they have to, and a team that can play good defense and keep their offense from scoring. Yep. And, and that's and that's the team that Kentucky. That's the team that Kentucky has built, and the team that Kentucky can 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 beat. Georgia, and, and and that's the thing. Uh, if you want to win on the road in the SEC, I've said this since we've been doing this play. podcast. You got to be able to run, and you got to be able to play good defense. Can't do those. You ain't winning on the road in the SEC unless you're Bama uh, or some other high <laughs> fluting offense. Yeah. I guess we'll put it. So, but uh, so what happened if Kentucky wins? Rodriguez goes for over 100, yeah. and they create two turnovers. Kentucky, we win this game. Yeah, I was gonna say Rodriguez has a big game. We run the ball down our throats and we get stops and turnovers. Kentucky needs two turnovers. They need two turnovers. Kentucky don't get two turnovers, they're gonna lose this game. I also think we need, we might need one trick play to actually pan out and score. Maybe. Something's gotta happen like that. There's gotta be but, something special like that on offense. Yeah. If we turn them over, we have to make it points. We gotta yeah. make it seven yeah. each time. This three, have to make it, three. Yeah, have to make every every turnover count. Yes. Hey, we have to protect the ball. If Kentucky doesn't turn the ball over, I feel pretty like we have a really solid chance. I agree. I mean, obviously, if you get majority of the time, you win the turnover battle, you win the game. Yeah. Uh, but Kentucky, except for this team. Yeah, except for this team. <laughs> but, but Kentucky needs to not turn the ball over. And like I said, two turnovers, making a short field. Yeah, maybe a block punt or like block field goal like Florida. On a defense like Georgia – you put them behind. You put them back behind the sticks. Like you put them in short field position, short yes. fields, and then and then you kind of take away their ability. Um, and like I said, I mean Kentucky needs to come out and, and establish momentum. You're all right. I mean you all hit the yeah. on the head. For I think Kentucky needs to win every first down when they're on defense. Then you win that first down, get them at second and ten or longer. There's not a lot of great. There's not a lot of stats that you can say. Oh, the Kentucky can do this on Georgia's defense. But Freddie Maggard put up a really good stat. Um, there's my dog Grits. Uh, put a really good stat that uh, they're not very good on stopping third downs. I don't know if y'all know that. They're- and we're not very good at converting third downs. <laughs> so there you go. So that's something that Kentucky can do uh, on Georgia. But again, their percentage is probably still higher than most of the people in the country. So yeah. so there you go on that. 
But uh, so, what so do y'all got for the MVP? Time. Yeah, it's prediction time. It MVP is. time. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, how did we do it last week? Mike started. Yeah, you started, and then I went, yeah. and then Chris went. I think. All right. No, um, I went last. Yeah, you went last. Yeah, I went last. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go with Dan uh, Levis in this game. If he doesn't turn the ball over, it comes down to him complete the passes when he needs to. Have another great running game. I think we'll be just fine. Um, defensively, I'm going to go with Justin Rogers. He needs to step up, have a big game, take up two blockers, free up our linebackers to shoot those gaps and make some tackles for losses. Uh, final score, I'm going to go 21-17 Cats. You just can't help yourself. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Oh, man. I'm not, it's I'm all not funny, Chris, with... so we went by 49. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to bother with MVPs because I already told you what my prediction is for this game. I think Georgia. I think it's going to get out of hand pretty quickly. It's going to be 44-17 Georgia. I think. I think you're. You're right there. I mean, that could very well happen. I can definitely see. I've seen enough of these games where you coming in where you kind of had that bid don't break type of games all throughout the season. Kentucky's kind of could easily be what a three loss team coming into here. Uh, but they're not, and that's a credit to, to Stoops and his staff and the team kind of holding it together at the end there. Um, I think the MVP for the offense has got to be the offensive line. they got to be able to move the ball. Yeah. I mean, that, that without them, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's running the ball. If the offensive line can't move it, can't get, can't get a little bit of a movement on the defensive line, it doesn't matter. I mean, I could be running the ball, but it's, 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 that's the most important part of the whole game is the offensive line and whoever's touching the ball. Uh, on the defensive side, I'm going to go with Fitzgerald, and the only reason I'm going to go with him is not because I think he's going to be the MVP of the night, but it's because his relief coming in there and not giving up a big chunk plays to uh, to the uh, to, to Georgia is going to be beneficial to Kentucky. They're going to have to give breaks. He's got to come in. He's going to have to probably play, what, what do you think, 12 plays, something like maybe more than that, probably probably more 20, than that. 20 plays. And uh, those 20 plays, he can't, can't – uh, he's got to look a lot better than he has, let's put it that way. Um and, and that that's going to be an important part. The guys coming in for that defensive line. The defensive line is is struggling right now, as far as not struggling, but as far as injuries go, Definitely. and that issues. So, uh, I will take Kentucky fourteen to seven, and that's because I don't care. It's just yeah. Kentucky Carpool Show. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to be the guy that that uh, that looks back and says, uh, "I can't believe I picked against the yeah. best upset of our yeah, lives." Right, yeah, right. No, I, there's no way I can't take Kentucky in this game, and and. Uh, I mean, I get it, man. It's this game, Georgia's better than Kentucky. I'm not yeah, gonna the guy no, I don't think anybody here is going to argue that Georgia's not the better. Do I, do I think Kentucky's got a lot of great players? I think Wando Robinson's a hell of a player. Absolutely. I think I think uh, Rodriguez is a great player. I've seen Georgia fans this week say, no one on Kentucky's team would start for us. That's ridiculous. You, Robinson would start – yeah, Wondell Robinson would start for them. Uh, C-Rod would be their starting running yeah. back. They would, And Fortner, I mean, he would absolutely yeah, start Kennard, for them. Kennard, I mean – Come on, yeah. I mean, even Pascal and those guys, guys, they they'd be playing for them. I mean, this, uh, uh, Yusuf Corker, you don't think? Uh, you don't think they would use him? I mean, come on. Yeah, they would love to have a Yusuf Corker on their team right so, now. So this is it's absurd to even to even say that. I can tell you, he's got a lot of talent. They can win this game if they if they uh, played their best game of the year. Yeah, and Georgia played. That's one of the worst a flawless games. game. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but it's going to be a nasty game. I think it's going to be. I actually, don't it's going to be a physical game. I don't think uh, – I actually don't think it's going to be that high of scoring if Kentucky loses just because I just think Kentucky is is going to come out there and play their hearts out and play good defense. I mean, Kirby Smart said it already. He said they're the most physical team they play every year. So, that's credit to Stoops and his staff, really. That is. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm ready for the game. Glad it's on CBS. Just hoping it'll get – 
you know, embarrassed. I know that that old Kentucky kind of mentality is coming back around on us, but, but I, Oh, there's the kids. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so, but no, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun weekend, man. And we're from Warsaw, Kentucky this weekend. So, yeah. so we're good to go. We're at the lake. So, you know, wish you were here. So same, same. So, but anyways, you guys. Yeah, man, absolutely. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get off here and let you get to your family. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's go. Yeah. Well, I'm Nick. I'm Mike. I'm Chris. Go Big Blue. Go Cats. Now we have to buy Ava a present. I know.